time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. All right, we've got a, a big old, well, it's, we've got a big old list and not a lot of people on it, so we've got lots of time. That's good. Uh, you're going to do four-minute sets. You'll hear the minute at three with that horn, and that means wrap it up. Uh, but, I mean, actually, there's so much time today, I might as well just give you more time. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, does anybody want to do more than four? Who's here right now? Casey? You want to do more than four? Sam, more than four? Well, how about I'll do, we'll do five and five. I mean, because I don't, okay. Just because we had, uh, we don't have people and stuff. Okay. And Pancake, you let me know. All right. So, uh, again, when you hear the, wh- the horn, got a minute left. And take notes and stuff. The show is as good as we all make it here together. If we all pay attention, it's super helpful and super awesome. But if we all are on our phones and not paying attention, then it's um, boring and stupid. So, yay, everybody be cool and pay attention. All right. Um, Your first comedian, he's a very funny young man and -and up-and-comer on the scene. Uh, Clap your hands wildly for Sam Carroll. Yay. Hello, four, five. Hi, Pancake. How is it over there? Chilling? It's going? You're the furthest from the door. It's supposed to be the warmest spot. Anyways, hi. How are you? Um, so dating is dating is tough these days. Like, you never know what to expect. And I'm not talking about, you know, all the things leading up to sex. I'm talking about sex itself. Like, sex, you guys know sex. Sex is, sex is great, right? Sex is great, but it can be complicated when you add things onto it. You know, there's a whole list of things that can complicate sex, like bondage, or choking, or dominance, or electrostimulation, if you can tell I'm moving alphabetically here, or feet, gagging is another one, humiliation, kind of like what I do every night. There's impact play, which is spanking. Japanese bondage for J. And K. K is tough. Klismophilia, which is uh, the arousal by enemas. Yeah, as my doctor liked to say, uh, liquid dildos. Yes. There's L, L and M, love, masochism. It's kind of the same thing, right? It's nylons, object, sexuality. Pregnancy, queerophilia is a weird one, because it's not the attraction to queers; it's hands. It's like hand shit. <laughs> I thought that was weird. R for role playing rape. That one's always a little bit forced. <laughs> Spectrophilia, which is the attraction to ghosts. Not not people on the spectrum. I think that's autistophilia. Tentacles. I don't know what the fuck that one is. I think that's when you rub calamari around your anus rim. I don't know. Urophilia. That's what R. Kelly's accuser had. Free R. Kelly. He's innocent. Next one. Voyeurism. That's when you watch my parents have sex through the broken blind in their closet. There's whipping and waxing. That's what my parents like to do. Yoni egg. Do you know what a yoni egg is? Anyone know what a yoni? 
Uh, now, a yoni egg is an egg that you stick up your pussy, and I guess you're like supposed to hard boil it first. Or I don't know. Zapping. Zapping is when you handcuff someone to a bed, you stick a cattle rod up their ass, you turn it on, you leave the room. Yeah, and you come back like 45 minutes later, they're just a nice medium rare. Yeah. Lots of surprises. Lots of surprises. Oh, there's A, too. We forgot A, which is all of the above. And that's the worst one. Yeah, you gotta make like a Dr. Seuss sex machine. I uh, have like 18 arms, four cocks, a belt for the enemas. Oh, here's one I didn't mention. All right. So, I had sex with a woman the other day, and post-coitus, she starts demanding money. She had a money fetish. Yeah, but I, uh, I ghosted her. But she liked it because she was a spectrophiliac. Also an autistophiliac. Or philio. <laughs> Autistophile, I think that it w is what it is. But it was good, you know? I think that's why she liked me, because I'm pale, and I tend to fixate. It's confusing, though. It's confusing when a woman asks you, do you want to party? And she really means, do you want to pay for sex? Because I love to party. You know? I love to party because you can get laid at a party. And then when you get laid, you don't have to come home and order a hooker off back pages. All right. I'll, one more minute. That's what that is. I have a fetish, though. I have a, uh, I have a fetish, and I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I force it on people. It's a consent fetish. Yeah, you can never get enough consent. I love consent. That's why I carry around my consent papers. You guys fucking around with consent papers? It's legal proof. All you need is a signature and a notary to watch you fuck. I keep my consent papers with me at all times, just in case I get stopped and frisked. My favorite thing to do with my consent papers is go to a mall and pretend like I'm lost and scream for my dad and ask people if they'll sign my permission slip. Yeah, it's consent papers. That has never worked, but one day it will. <laughs> Start hanging out at lawyer bars or something. All right, thank you. Okay, so there's microphones strewn about the room that you can like comment on. The notary to watch you fuck is a great new tag. It's really that was really funny. I laughed for a while about that. <laughs> That's a good line. Go ahead, Pancake. Sam. Hi. This is Pancake. You should uh, eventually advocate for abstinence if you're having. All these negative thoughts towards sex, you know, it's not com it's not safe for your psyche. To to I should I should be a for abstinence. Is yeah. that what you think? Instead yeah. of all of the above, yeah. Instead of all of the above. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good a one. I like that one. Or I was thinking ass play too. <laughs> but I think that's hack, really. <laughs> jokes uh, and the idea of going through the list like alphabetically. 
I just think that there's a way to increase the tension by like kind of like you ever watch like Sesame Street and the way that they talk like they help kids learn about yeah. letters. Like, <laughs> I think that that would be like a fun way okay. to watch. So you're talking about something in a so you're talking about something horrific, but in like a really sweet, funny way. Yeah. And I think that that might that just increases the tension. Like, what's the next word? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. The the juxtaposition. So No, that's that's interesting. So I was like thinking about how I wanted to read the list, like when I want to be deadpan or whatever, and yeah. I don't know because it, it is a list that I'm gonna read. Cause that's the only forum like I was like, oh, what's like the weirdest way? I yeah. I also should have it like memorized because I already have a mnemonic de device for it. It's just the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that's <laughs> just pure laziness. <laughs> Casey, can you switch the microphones? That other one in the corner is better. Oh, and okay. yeah, thanks. Sorry about that. Has an on-off switch too. There Got we it. go. Yeah, oh, that this one's is hot. good. Okay. Yeah, that's I a good one. Um, I liked the only parts. Well, I don't want to say the only parts I liked of the list, but I liked the list when you connected with something else other than just the words. So like, the going the thing with the <laughs> through the blinds of the parents, like, cause it then it it was somehow like you connected with the whatever you're saying, and so that whatever ones you did like with the parents or the I don't know the other ones, um, and I, I you 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 set it up too much at the top. There's too much. You set it up for yeah, like 45 yeah. seconds, and you can just get to it. Okay. Um, uh, That's smart. And last last night, you when you went through the list, you did it really fast, and I liked that until you wanted to say something extra and connect with the audience. So it was like, go 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 go, comment, blah 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 blah. So I'd kind of like maybe structure it that way because then you can use your list and then break from it and talk to people for a second and then go back to it, maybe. And then, oh, I like the way you did the prostitute joke the other way. Which way? You keep switching. You sw you've switched it a couple times now, and, and I liked it the way where you, you were, you know, it accidentally beeped your car horn, and then she I can't came get to, to the – I can't get them to believe me on that, though. I did yeah, it one time and they, and believe they believed me, I think. But every other time, they've not believed me. But why do so they? I don't. I don't think I can get them to believe me. It only works if they believe me. No, I don't agree with that. I. I mean, you know, you're up there telling a joke. Like people are yeah, with you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm selling it shitty then. Well, I just like it when you said it the other way with the party, 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 and then you hid the yeah, pro you okay. hid the fetish thing to the end. She had a money fetish. Like that's the punchline instead of bringing it out. Early. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna try it a few more times to yeah, see if I can get the wording a little better on it. But yeah. uh, other it. other yeah. comments? Is that it? Do you have any questions for us since you still have some time left? Is there uh, anything you want to ask specifically? What's the Muni Radio Venmo? <laughs> it's just Muni Radio all lowercase. Uh, thanks, yeah, everybody. Samuel clap. Jam Carol. <laughs> everybody clapped. Your answer is Sam Carol. Yay! Oh, yay, Dwa Mai's here. Nothing could make me happier in this moment right now than uh, Dwa Mai coming. Yay. In not, in a, not in a gross sexual way, like in like a he's here, yay. All right, your next – oh, yeah, you can go there if you want. Uh, your next comedian. He uh, had a really, really great funny show during the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival where he was – being Jerry Seinfeld, it was a uh, comedian's comedian. You could listen to that uh, 
podcast. It was really good. Mike Nordstrom did this Andrew Dice Clay thing that was, I was crying. It was really great. Anyways, he's going to make you laugh right now. Everybody put your hands together for Casey Koenig. All right. Going to try not to touch this mic as much as possible. Uh, coronavirus, everybody's like, oh, you got to be careful. I don't care. I really don't care. I actually, I do care a little bit. A friend of mine, uh, <laughs> uh, he's Asian, and uh, he uh, he texted me the other day. He was just like, hey, man, can you host for me uh, tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, oh, thanks. I'm just uh, I'm just feeling really sick right now. And I was like, <laughs> like, Theraflu sick or like IV sick? <laughs> he's like, what is that supposed to mean? And I was just like, are you Japanese or Chinese? I forget. Like, <laughs> that's a really important distinction to me right now. And it turns out uh, he's dead. So... <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, I uh, I don't really have. Uh, I'm in a relationship right now, which is nice. I like that, uh, mostly because that means I'm not single, and being not single is awesome. Um, <laughs> I uh, I fucking sucked at dating. Um, it was one time uh, I took a girl. Uh, well, not even took a girl. I I I, uh, I got an apartment for the first time in my life. I was like, yeah, it's a studio, whatever apartment, <laughs> and. Uh, I um I invited her over and I was just like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna like buy I'm gonna go to Whole Foods and I'm gonna buy like pasta and I'm gonna buy like caprese salad type stuff like mozzarella and tomatoes and arugula and I'm gonna make this girl a fucking dinner and she's gonna love it and then my bedroom is gonna be right there and then I get all the stuff I invite her over and I completely forget how to make a salad um. <laughs> I I rinsed all like the arugula and then uh, because it was a new place I didn't have the utensils you know the thing that you spin there's lettuce in in order to dry it off I didn't have that thing so instead I was like oh uh, I guess I'll just throw it in this saucepan turn up the heat and that'll that'll dry up the water on this salad and while I'm at it I might as well throw in that fucking caprese in there I'm gonna put in that cheese and then I'm gonna put in the I'm gonna put in the cherry tomatoes. And it turned into this awful Italian soup, and I turned around and she was gone. <laughs> it was a good, good, lonely time. Um, I don't have a lot of advice about dating. Um, the only thing that I think is I, I found out that's ever worked for me is I, I just noticed that, um, you know, if a girl likes me, she basically just wants a nicer version of her dad. That has been my experience. Um, this one time I, uh, I took a girl out uh, to the movies and we didn't know what we wanted to watch. So we looked at the marquee and uh, what was playing at the time, uh, she just points at it and she goes, hey, I want to watch that movie Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And that movie has uh, not one, but two rape scenes in it. And uh, I, I was just at that point in my life like where I wasn't really mature enough to be like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Like <laughs> I just was like, uh, I, I'm 19, and I think a anything that you say, I, I, I just have to agree with, or you won't want to see my penis later. So <laughs> I, I went along with it, despite knowing it. And we're sitting in the theater, and we're hanging out, and it's going good, eating popcorn. And it starts to happen, the scene. And putting your arm around a girl is a pretty solid move. But you know what's even better? Covering her eyes like a child. <laughs> that was really, I nailed it on that one. She, uh... Yeah, it was pretty bad. The second rape scene, I was just like, do you want to get some ice cream instead? Like, do <laughs> you want to just get out of here? And uh, it worked out. Um, it, uh, yeah, she, um, 
uh, she did cool stuff to my body afterwards. So it it, it didn't. Uh, yeah, it's just didn't didn't hold me back. Um, I also think that um, <laughs> that, you know the Oedipus complex shit. Um, I wish I had a nicer version of my mom. Like that's what all I, oh, I wanted when I was a kid. Honestly, like uh, my mom is an Asian immigrant, and whatever stereotype you're it's in your head that's what it is it's tiger mom will get to why are you not doctor yet type mom and um which is amazing because it's just like you grew up on a dirt floor lady like why are you giving me shit um <laughs> but um i remember just being like a kid and just like wanting like just like I, I didn't know why but i would just always pray for white girls i was just like please god <laughs> please one day please let 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 me hook up with a white girl, <laughs> please. Send me an angel, just a just a girl with big boobs and a bigger heart. Just <laughs> please, just a, an angel that will let me do just really awful things, <laughs> just because she likes me. That would be really really awesome. And um, uh, you know, if you pray for things, it it, it works out for you. Um, <laughs> God can answer prayers. Um. He um he hears everyone. Um, that's not the truth. Uh, the uh, that's all I really wanted to work on. Uh, thanks for sticking with it, and uh, I'm looking forward to your feedback. Thanks. Casey Koenig, yay, yay! Talking about his dating life. That arugula thing didn't sound too bad, actually. Oh yeah, you would have hooked up well, with me wilted, anyway. Well, because wilted, wilted arugula is very tasty. Oh it's, okay. You can wilt it; it's fine. And then with the <laughs> melted cheese and it tomato, also would, yeah, it, it sounds sound terrible. Yeah. I would have sautéing on the pan. I could hear it sautéing <laughs> while you were talking about it. It's a good uh, description. Thanks. Um, but when you were saying Caprici, I just thought at first you were saying Capri Sun. Oh. I, I think it's okay. just a me thing. I just I'm giving you that maybe you can do something with it. Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> but uh, it's just. Um, and then oh, oh for the. Uh, rape scene the not one but two rape scenes yeah a way you could do that in less words would just be there were rape scenes <laughs> scenes and just i don't know well uh, yeah like yeah not just like rape plural scene. not singular yeah. Yeah. right right yeah. um oh and when you were uh describing what you were doing for the hand covering mm-hmm. like you you did just the normal like this yeah but there's a way to like wrap your arm around someone and then just keep going. Oh, like okay. That. Just keep one hand. And just like, and then you're kind of like strangling her so it's a little bit like tension. Like yeah, I might need <laughs> <laughs> Don't strangle her. Just cover her eyes. Because women shouldn't see that shit. Mm, it's no, they all, shouldn't. It's all, only men are tough enough for that's that. <laughs> <laughs> only men are tough enough yeah. to be raped. That's yeah. what, that's what you're <laughs> um, okay, yes. I understand. Um, okay. But that's a cool mime idea. Yeah, just keep the one. Well, Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's all I got. Thanks, Sam. Anybody else? Any suggestions? So when you were talking about like how in you wanted a nicer version of your mom and like mm-hmm. Asian moms are too strict, I think it would be good if you had like an example of like you saw this like white mom say like the nicest thing to their kid and that's where your fantasies have stemmed from. Yes. If you can mm-hmm. come up with some good act outs there. White mom. Yeah, or Thank like um, she always has snacks in her purse or something like Cheez-Its or <laughs> Or maybe that's goldfish. where I can use Capri Sun. Yeah, <laughs> Cheez-Its, Capri Sun. Gold, goldfish, yeah, like oh things like that. Oh, my God, like those that. are awesome. 
Because I got those are apples gum. for dinner. Like, yes. apples, or, no, that was dessert. Apples. Like fruit Sliced by the apples. foot. Sliced apples. Thanks, mom. Fruit by the foot. All those weird kid things. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And and it is that is this I wrote down that's the sweetest rape joke like <laughs> everyone has to have one in their arsenal and yours is like really nice so yeah it actually it's like a really positive sweet rape joke <laughs> so Thanks. I appreciate that yeah all right Good thanks stuff. a lot everybody, everybody Casey Kaney yeah. yeah all right that's how the joke workshop works so before we do the next person I want to sing my new joke because it's a song and I can sing it from back here and. And I really like it, and I've been practicing it all day. Okay, so it goes like this. <laughs> uh, ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. We're going to a crowded place. A crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. It's all a scam. My, 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 my corona. Okay, nobody's like, I did this for someone at a bar, and they lost their shit today. Like, my, my buddy Cassie, she was like, Oh, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, well, she's a real person. Anyways, I'm very proud of my song, and I have to keep working it because I keep forgetting it. All right, so um, we skipped down the list because no one signed up third or fourth. So your next comedian, uh, what a funny guy he is. Clap your hands wildly for Pancake. Reaching in my bag to try to find more than this. That was a that was a ten dollar bill into the old bucket. Uh, so there's uh, something going around. Um, I brought my I brought my book up here. Uh, I'll be referring to the good text while I'm up here, but uh, there's something going around. So I'm gonna put a muff on the mic for those listeners at home. Um, I'd like to begin with a small ceremony, if I could, just to bless the stage. Okay, auto parts, that's right. Um, you're sufficiently indoctrinated. The rest of these might hit, they might not. I should be wearing a tie right now, but I like to get dressed up a lot to see the Joker. <laughs> it's funny, because <laughs> they made a movie just about me. <laughs> and, uh, Sometimes I, well, first off, um, this one's for the men <laughs> listening out there. You ever walk down the street and you're like, oh, wee, she's probably been looked at too much. No, not just me. I'm the only one looking out for them because they seem to look like they've all been looked at too much. Not just by me, but by everyone. Have you ever heard of the male gaze? So, 
this one usually does better. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll look up from my phone and out of the corner of my eye, I'll spot a ghostly apparition. Well, pay it no mind, it's just me in a mirror. Uh, I've, I've realized now that the longer my hair gets, <laughs> the more it seems like I want to hurt people. <laughs> but that's not really my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing it out to donate. I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. I'm not even the main character in my own Truman show. <laughs> that goes to Dewat Mai. Uh, but at this point in my set, you may be wondering who my father is. Well, he's my dad. I was one of those kids on Maury. But really, who is my father? Essentially, at his core, well, he bought me a Fushigi for Christmas, and that may not sound like a lot of responsibility, like a Tamagotchi or a Hitachi or this or that, but I had a nice tag for that and I have forgotten it, and that's okay. Honka honka. <laughs> uh, I'm a precog. Um, I don't know if you guys know what uh I could tell that you didn't know. Uh Altoids hurt my mouth, guys. Anyone from uh California originally? Oh, I thought I was the last one. Uh anyone from out of state? All right. All right. Who thinks they're here to visit. Who here thinks they're here to stay? Uh, who has a NorCal tattoo? I'm Pancake. Thank you. Pancake! Hooray! Hooray for Pancake. What's a Fushiki? Oh, that's what it was. I know what a Tomagachi is. And I know what a Hitachi is, but David I don't know what a Fushiki is. David Bowie was a big fan of Fushiki. Have you ever seen Labyrinth? Yeah. He, he practices Fushiki all throughout that movie. But what does it mean? It, the, the ball that he juggles. Oh. Okay. There was an infomercial for learning uh, how to manipulate a... Uh, a sphere in your hands okay. to make it look like it's floating. And that's what Fushiki is. Yeah. Okay. Some people get it. Some people don't. Yeah, that's I was. I that's was okay. I've heard it a couple times and I'm like, I know I just figured it was a fancy Tamagotchi <laughs> because I was like, oh, is he keeping it alive? I don't, I didn't, I didn't know. Um, I don't know if you always say it, but just to bless the stage was, it's great. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, I feel like there's a point where you can, s there was the, the thing about the ghost. Oh, this before, okay, I'll talk about the ghost and I'll go backward. Describe the ghost that you see that's yourself before you say it's you. Like, give us like three descriptors, like, 
something funny like maybe it's a hairy ghost and you're like i didn't know or whatever just pick three words and be like oh it was it was me because it'll i think that'll give you like an extra like laugh and then oh i remember okay so at the looked at too much stuff i would slow down and like leave a space like just take a beat before you because you have a couple punchlines in there that are like she's been looked at too much and that that's like because you don't expect you to say that and when you do so try to break up that sentence and give us a second to give let us think what we think you're going to say and then when you say something different then we laugh right. does that make sense because yeah. it is funny mm-hmm. but you just have to it's just the timing of it I've, Sam, do you have stuff? I've been rushing a lot Are you okay? um I only really have one thing and I said at the beginning and you go oh if you do it for longer it's funny I think but I know you only have four minutes mm-hmm. but if you just did that for like a minute <laughs> and then you broke it with O'Reilly's I just think that would like kill oh man and especially you can like sort of walk around like you were but really walk around like you're actually sort of b- blessing the space yeah, like some yeah, weird yeah. hippie and weirdo because it's the bomb it's like or the thing you move around in the bowl the stick in the bowl thing and here's what I'm saying that is because Pam, you remember Lee Cox at the El Rio show? He did this. Oh. And then there was something word, and I don't even remember what word, but it was the funniest part of his set, and it fucking killed. And he was a really funny guy too. Um, not to plug him in your joke. <laughs> but yeah, um, you could, and then you can sort of, because you know how when they bless the space, all those hippie weirdos, they like get the sage and fucking. You can kind of, yeah, you can kind of like dance around a little bit and. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. If you ever, you're always allowed to smoke joints in here, so you can always do it with a joint mm. if you want. That's cute. Yeah, I like your opener, man. I think, I think it's you. really cool, uh, and I, I think it does a good job of setting your tone, uh, setting the tone for your act, um, because, um, a- and I mean this <laughs> as a compliment, but like a lot of what I enjoy about what you do is that you're really taking me into a point of view that I I normally don't exist in. Like it's like we're going to go enter the dis- you know this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be going into like your point of view, right? Like how you see the world. So I I think that's like definitely keep that opener, um, and I think in a lot of ways, um, your the the only I don't I wouldn't I don't have any suggestions for jokes. The only thing I have is just like. I remember once I saw you, I think it was the day after Christmas at Delirium, and you had like a magnificent set. And I, th- I think the reason why you resonated that day was because you legitimately just felt like, it, it looked like you were really just enjoying being silly on stage. And it had this kind of weird like liberty to it. And I think that um, sometimes you, your voice can uh, like quiver. And like, I know that's a very difficult thing to like kind of like over, uh, you know, like fix. I I stutter, oh, mm. like right now. I and fake it. <laughs> oh, you fake it, really? Yeah. Well, I just think that for whatever reason, I like it would make the audience feel more comfortable if they knew that like you're doing this, like you're purposefully like bringing us into this like weird space and this like fun, silly space. Mm. And there's something about like I remember once I heard this thing that it's like 80% of communication is mostly like body language. It's not even the words that like most of the time people just pick up on your vibe. And so I know it's a hard thing, but like, that's the only suggestion I would have is just like try to get yourself to a place where it's just like I'm just gonna have fucking fun up here. This is just a play, and I think that especially you just—I mean, your name is Pancake. 
Like, how can it not be fun, right? Like, so that's my main suggestion, and it's great. I love your opener. Thank you. Oh, Thank you, everyone. Clap wildly. It's Pancake. All right, your next comedian, he has a great show here at Mutiny Radio on Sundays from 2 to 4 called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with your next comedian, Mike Spiegelman. Someone left their Bill Hicks book here. Oh, you did? I know, and I'm going to do half the jokes. You basically uh, just change everything to cell phone, and then no one knows you've been ripping off Bill Hicks for the last four or five years. Am I right with that Jay Leno? Too bad he died before his jokes. His jokes didn't age well sometimes. Hi, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm talking shop as my uh, opening. I'll even go further. A lot of comics won't shake my hands anymore. They just they knuckle bump. And I say, are we not shaking hands because of the coronavirus? And they say, no, we never respected you as a comedian. <laughs> it's not worth our effort. I uh, had very pacifist parents, and I had a compromise growing up. They let me play paintball, but I was only allowed to paint murals with the paint, so I wasn't actually allowed to shoot it. So draw a picture of my friends dying. <laughs> War is bad. And when we would play laser tag, I got to be scorekeeper. I got to say four to three lo uh, loss of lives because I was a pacifist parent growing up. Uh, I never understood lasers. When do they stop? Like, when do lasers stop? If I shoot a laser at you, if it's at the speed of the light, do you see it? Never understood that. Never bothered to write a joke about it. I interviewed at uh, Salesforce today to be CEO, and the recruiter just looked at me, what are you even doing in this office? How are you qualified to be president of Salesforce? Oh, I said, oh, I, I'm a dead ringer. Everyone I know, they always call me boss. Hey, boss. What's up, boss? 250, boss. Huh? Nobody says buddy anymore. I have to be condescend as boss. And uh, it's, it's getting really bad. My boss even calls me boss. He's like, hey, morning, boss. Fucker. I don't like that either. I, uh... I miss entertaining. You know what? It used to be like a fun house was a, a day's entertainment, right? You walk into a house and the floor moves. Holy shit, I'm so glad I paid $15 for that. I'm having fun. I wrote a bunch of stuff I want to try out. I have some old stuff. I like, uh, guys ever been to Playland on the beach? Or I would love to be in Playland on the beach. You know in San Francisco, there used to be a play amusement park and a bathhouse. There's a roller coaster and the bathhouse, and the best part of it is that you can see all the naked bodies when you're up. You're like, wee! And then you go down the hill. I shouldn't write jokes about this neighborhood, huh? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, it's because this, this neighborhood has the best taquerias. My favorite taqueria is right down the street, Jack in a Box. You know it? I went in there, I said, oh, I'm a monster taco, and they said, we're out. I said, well, give me something comparable, and they kicked me in my stomach. Took a shit like nobody's business. You know, uh, uh, oh, you know, I, 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 I got into an argument and I said, I kind of just said my mind, which is not really appropriate. And this woman goes, God, Mike, you know, that language makes baby Jesus cry. And I was really kind of upset and I said, you know what? 
It's a fucking baby. I mean, a loud noise makes baby Jesus cry. I don't need to. I am uh, Jewish, uh, as you can tell from the Jufro. Some people don't uh, see the Jufro, and they're like, are you Italian? No. I'm Jewish. You Greek? No, if I was Greek, my hair would be on my back. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, and then people are always like, uh, hey, Mike, Merry Christmas. And I'm always like, yeah, no. And they're like, oh, and you can see the wheels spinning. They're like, oh, happy Hanukkah. They're not the same. They're just really not the same. I don't go up to somebody and say, hey, Shabbat Shalom. They're like, I don't understand. I'm not Jewish. Oh, well, uh, TGI Friday. <laughs> go Fuller House. That truly is a Fuller House for me to watch. Thanks, Pam. One more. I just want to try. So I, I wrote down all my jokes, and some of them I like. Some of them I avoid like nobody's business, like these nacho jokes. You know, before I go, this is a great space. This is one of the few places in San Francisco that doesn't double as a sex club, and I appreciate that, Pam. <laughs> I worked at a, a, a spot in the early thousands uh, called Spenganga, and the only way the guy could make money was to have these orgies, and I, w I worked it. You know, I didn't do anything explicit. I just would walk around and photograph people climaxing and then try to sell them the picture when they're leaving. <laughs> you want a photo plate? And then people would be like, hey, I lost a dildo. And I'm like, huh, do you remember the last place you put it? <laughs> All right, well, that's been, I should have stopped in two minutes ago. I'm Mike Spiegelman, thank you. Yay, strong finish from Mike Spiegelman. That from TGI Friday on, that was, Really, really great. I, all I have is like smiley face. The Jack in the Box joke is really great. The TGI Friday, that whole thing at the end with the sex club. Get, should we make, I mean, mutiny, that's why I originally painted the window is so that we could like film porn here or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, other comments for Mike Spiegelman? Can you turn the nest off? Yeah, I can, yeah. well, I can use the nest. Or I can use, I can oh, do right. anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that orgy joke is fire, man. Oh, I think I appreciate yeah. it. I was actually, I thought you were going to go into like a lost and found situation or dilemma. Like, like you can, like, you can collect everything, but nobody wants it back. Yeah, that's great. I <laughs> yeah. like that better. Right, right. yeah. I have a, ba a box at the end of the day. Yeah. Is someone smoking a box? I think we're uh, good. I had, I had all positive oh. things. What did I put at the You're beginning? I, I was just thinking when you were talking, am I, is it my up right now? You're good. Yeah, or is yeah, it, okay. Yeah. I was just thinking when you were talking about I was doing Bill Hicks jokes in the yeah. beginning. Um, there's like there's cover bands for musicians, but there's no cover bands for comics. Like there's no cover comics. Yeah, that's good I point. don't have anything else to say except that. But I don't know. Well, you haven't seen Dot Sack. That's probably. Yeah. I'm saying he rips off comics. I'm done. Am I? Thank. Oh, I forgot to put my mic. There's a thing. There's a thing called jokey that they do. There's jokey And uh, you, they, you do, it's like karaoke, but you do other people's jokes. So you can do like, it's they give you the, yeah, they give you like Sarah Silverman's jokes or something. Oh, there's Dwight. I just, he said that maybe someone should cover comedian's jokes. And I said, Dwight does that already. <laughs> Any other comments for Mike Spiegelman? He had a good set, funny stuff. Yeah, you missed it. Lasers, Dwight. how the fuck do they work? Clap your hands together, everybody. Right. It's Mike Spiegelman. The funny thing is, like, I would totally, like, do weird sex stuff here, but I can't sell anything. I'd be like, oh, just free sex. Like, I don't know. I'm a socialist. I'm like, I don't know how to sell anything. So it would be, 
And I don't know how the YouTube page works either. All, I, I, all right. Uh, your next comedian. Oh, uh, this is her first time here. I'm super excited uh, that she's joining us. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Kelsey Cooper. Cropper, Cropper, sorry. So I went on a date the other day, and the guy told me that I was really funny for a girl. So I told him I had so much fun for a last date. But I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more dating feels like deal or no deal. I know there's a million dollar box out there somewhere, but there's also a one cent box. And each passing year that goes by, it feels like we're getting closer. Banker keeps calling. Are you ready to settle? And, you know, your married friends are on the side saying, no deal, no deal. They, like, feel like they get to pretend that they didn't set or that they found the million-dollar box. It's like, all right, Steve uh, might get a discounted anthropology, but he's still only an assistant manager. Only need to hear so much from you. I feel like when I was younger, I kind of viewed dating with rose-colored glasses, but as I've gotten older, now I kind of see everything through jade-colored glasses. Um, a cousin of mine recently um, said, oh, my boyfriend dedicated a book to me. And young me would have been like, oh, that's so sweet. And older me is like, what's the book called? Because, you know, if it's dedicated to, um, you know, Susan, who I can never spend enough time with, and it's a mystery novel, then that's really sweet. But if the book is called Learning the Art of Time Management, then that's just passive aggressive. Or if you have a book that's, you know, dedicated to um, Lisa with her unusually large heart, and it's a romance novel, then that's, that's sweet. But if it's you know, a book about dieting, then it's a different story. It's just a sign the fridge is going to be empty for the foreseeable future. Um, has anyone else been uh, trying to get their taxes together recently? Anyone else feel like it's kind of like playing a weird game of the price is right? The rules are flipped. You can go over, but you can't go under this time. Um, but I do feel like I now finally understand what it's like to be a guy whose girlfriend is mad at them, that they're like, okay, so, so how much do I owe you? And the government is just kind of back like, no, no, I want you to figure out how much it, you owe me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, TurboTax is kind of like the girlfriend that pretends they're helping. They're like, give me all of your, you know, text messages and social media postings for the last six months. I'll figure it out but they're also secretly the person that told your girlfriend they should be mad at you in the first place. All right, that's all I've got for today. <laughs> Kelsey Cropper, everyone, yay! Yay and then yay. Is that your first time ever doing comedy? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I was just, I just, just your first time here. I, well, I've done it one more time here. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, cool. I'm definitely a beginner. <laughs> you look, you look like a, you you look really familiar, like like you're on it, like you're a Disney TV star. Has oh anyone ever said there's some Disney actress? I nanny for kids, and you <laughs> look like one of the people that's on like a Disney show. Okay. Anyway, is it Lizzie oh, McGuire? That. No, that's that's yeah. an old one. It's a it's it's a newer one. It's you know what it is? It's the dog with the blog. I know exactly what it is. It's a show called Dog with a Blog, and there's the little there's a girl on it, and she's been in other Disney shows too, and she's darling, okay. and I, you look <laughs> just like her. It's weird. Um, I got lost. W once you said assistant manager, I was like, where are we in this story? I was All lost. Right. <laughs> well, just so, but it's something, so I was following your joke. I'm like, okay, dating's hard. She's dating a guy. Okay, is he the assistant manager? I just, and it 
I, I don't know what happened. I just lost you. Okay. What is what was the so crux the, of that the joke? joke? Use the like use the microphone. The show, Dear Old No Deal. Y- there you go. In the show Deal or No Deal, you have all these people on the side that are like, No deal, no deal. And like people that are in relationships tend to do that. They're like, No deal, no deal. And but their like relationships aren't that great. Like they're not the ones that like held out for the million dollar box. And oh. so then I just tried to use an example and it didn't land and that's so fine. So the example of was like, about oh, the your boyfriend manager. just oh. like works like he's only an assistant manager or whatever. I don't know. Like some I can play around with examples if I don't cut it all together. Well, so <laughs> and the the example you're looking for is something that it's like sort of mediocre and shitty yeah exactly Uh okay 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 now i see where you're going cool Mm -hmm. um and then i'd say slow down go ahead sam oh i was gonna say the concept of settling in a relationship is very funny to me Uh um especially if you notice some flaw about yourself that you see uh accelerating like a gray hair or something and you're like oh fuck i guess i gotta take that 250 (laughs) fifty dollar briefcase i love that yeah something like that yeah okay that's great yeah, I liked all your jokes that were um, uh, about like kind of the um, the transactional value in relationships. Uh, it got, I, I totally, I totally get that. Um, <laughs> I like the um, your your last joke. I think it was where you were talking about um, doing your taxes and how it's kind of like you're making an analogy to like how it might be like being in a relationship. Uh-huh. Uh I think that um, this is just like a structured thing. You mentioned the price is right first. Right, it would go like I think you said the premise, and then you went prices right, and then you did like the analogy to the uh-huh. girlfriend. And I think if you just cut the prices right part and go straight to the analogy, it still th- makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you. I guess maybe there is a way to set it up and like mention the prices right thing before the premise. But uh-huh. that was my only suggestion, just because I was like, oh, I think that would punch harder. Like uh-huh. the, the the joke would just hit harder if you cut the prices right part. Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Um, I would say slow down, but one of the things that's really great about you is you're really still and grounded. You don't like sway back and forth. You're not like pacing or walking or doing any weird bouncing or anything like that. Uh-huh. You're just really still, and that's <laughs> that's really good. Oh, thanks. Um, and I like that whole passive aggressive girlfriend angle on that last joke. All right, thank you. Hey, everybody, clap your hands together. It's Kelsey Cropper. Moving right along, we have another new person to the room. Make them feel welcome. Put your hands together for Mike Gramillion. All right. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, this actually is my first time here. Um, I'll take this off. Um, and yeah, no, great, great jokes, everybody. Sorry, I haven't been able to give you any feedback. It's like, it's my first time, so I'm kind of like thinking about it, like kind of stressed out a little bit. Um, but, you know, I think this is a this is a great thing about being in like your late 20s, early early 30s, is it gives you more of a license to kind of gripe and be generally negative about life, right? And so that's that's kind of what I'm here here for. Uh, a little bit of griping for you. Um, I'm glad uh, Kelsey kind of set the stage here. Um, something that you know really gets me right now is committed relationships. Uh, and, you know, as I've gone through life, I've, I've tried to uh, purge myself of those people who are in happy, committed relationships, um, mostly because their uh, continued happiness brings me deep internal pain. Um, but one, one thing that's been getting my goat recently, uh, do people still say get, <laughs> getting my goat uh, and turning into my dad? Um, but people who will use the phrase, 
you know, my significant other is my partner in crime. Um, I saw this just yesterday on, uh, on Instagram, right? And I think we all know the exact type of person who says that. Um, there's a very clear type of basic white girl. Sorry to stereotype. Um, but, you know, the person who writes that uh, is a person who has never in their life done a serious crime. I mean, best case scenario, 20 years from now, this person is maybe going to have an opioid addiction. Uh, maybe they're paying for their children's test scores. But really, that's the highest that person's going to get. Um, I think maybe... You know, maybe the real issue here is that my standards are too high. You know, but I, I feel like if you're going to say that, you need some sort of real crime. Um, you know, this is a sort of Instagram post that I want to see. I want to see someone say, happy birthday, Dave. Uh, remember that time you robbed a 7-Eleven with a pocket knife, and then I had to perjure myself in court as your alibi. Uh, it's been a great three years. Hashtag love you. Um, or, you know, remember the time that you and I posed as insurance agents, and we went to that retirement home, and uh, came away with five grand from all those people who didn't know what was going on. You know, and I can get behind that. Um, you know, you really own the whole partner in crime thing. So, you know, now I'm faced with this dilemma on social media. Um, do I comment and risk being marked as an asshole? I mean, I guess, you know, not risk. <laughs> you make a comment like that, you're the asshole. Um, but I guess what I, what I want to say is something like, you know, Kayla, you know, someone writes like, you know, happy birthday to my partner in crime. And I want to write, write uh, you know, Kayla, really the only crime you're committing here is flooding my timeline with these horrible take me back posts where you think your, th your thighs look skinnier than normal. And that's it. Thank you, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Yay, Mike Vermillion. Your name is hella cool. Thank you. Yeah, did I pronounce it right, Gramillion? That is 100% correct. I'm so happy that I pronounced it right. Um, you you have a lot. There's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of like buried buried gems, and um, you just have to cut all the other stuff. So like, um, the whole thing about you hate. You can just start with like, ugh, people in committed relationships. I hate them, because. And the I funny do, part yeah. was I wrote down the funny line. The funny line is, uh, because their happiness brings me deep internal pain. <laughs> so like it's gotta be like set it up something about committed relationships another line in between and then because their happiness brings me deep internal pain yeah. and then you can go straight into and it but when they call their partner in crime and then all that stuff is that that they've never commu committed a serious crime that's yes. funny Thank um you. and uh the uh, the real and then the, with the real crimes i think that you can make a real crime like m more inflated like mm. you can cuz you're already telling a story so sure, you sure. can just make it like absurd <laughs> okay. maybe a crime or um but the your ideas are all good you just have to like go through your script and just like cut everything and i don't know if cut you had it all plot. written down but write it down exactly how you want to say it okay and then go through it and cut out every unnecessary word and then read it again and see if it still makes sense mm -hmm. and because then you're because but you're starting out so that's good so you're talking around things and you kind of have sure. to do that yeah. to find things like their happiness brings me <laughs> deep internal pain yeah i already knew that from the beginning yeah um, <laughs> no okay so yeah no I, thank you cut, yeah, it, just cut it down focus it truncate. only say the funny stuff <laughs> give right. her the rambling yeah yeah thank you but yeah if you if you haven't <laughs> written it all out yet no that's fine yeah 
But there's funny stuff in there. That's good. Thank other you. other Thank comments? You. Uh, I totally agree with Pam. I think that you have some funny ideas. We just kind of have to like cut the fat off of it. Yeah, I I yeah. thought that the examples you came up with were pretty funny with them, like uh, like robbing the old people and stuff. Yeah. Um. I just think yeah, you kind of have to like you know record the set, see where people laugh, and kind of like get to that faster. Yeah. And uh, and also you definitely don't have to apologize for stereotyping because uh, we're all doing that in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. I was looking directly at uh, Kelsey there. That, yeah, that, no, was, I, that wasn't really a part of anything. Yeah. No, Thank it's you. always good to be unapologetic on stage and then wait till after to be like, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked. Uh, your joke about social media, like the line specifically, do I risk being marked as an asshole? Yeah. Um, which I was just like, oh, I can totally relate to that. We're, it, just can you take me through that part again? Like, like what what led you to that um, question? Yeah, it's like, do I make kind of a, a mean comment, calling them out for saying partner in crime and saying how unrealistic that is? Yeah. You know? So basically, you're. Yeah. It's like, do I let this slide? Like, it's yeah, almost like it's being a sheriff. Do I call sheriff. people out on their shit? Like, I'm, yeah. Or do I mean just like you know whatever social media? Right. Right. Yeah. I think that that to me that was just like, oh, I relate to that part the hardest, yeah, and I would be yeah. interested to know how you could experiment with that idea. Okay. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Other comments. Yeah, I just have one stupid one. When you're talking about like how far up the crime ladder like these white girls will go mm -hmm. like uh it's just heroin and at one point you say like that's the highest they'll get yeah and maybe just like play with that like uh you know like the highest these girls will get in crime is just being being high on opiates <laughs> like i said that's all the, yeah. the it, it's yeah. a great high uh -huh. it's a great high but fuck them like so like kind of that. playing off the highest is getting yeah. high and okay. also it's kind of like partner in crime is such an overused thing with girls yeah that like I love how that's the thing that sets you off because <laughs> there's probably a lot more reasonable things that piss you off, but just sure. something that small like got angry about it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Like, all right. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, man. Other comments? Clap your hands together, everybody. Mike Vermillion. <laughs> right, moving right along. Your next comedian, one of my favorite guys on the scene. Clap your hands together for Dwat Mike. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I was, uh, I was driving over here and I saw this uh, this little toddler. She ran out of the house and she ran down the block and there was uh, there no parents following her. So I thought I gotta protect her, you know, make sure nobody kidnaps her, like kind of follow her, you know, make sure she's safe. So I'm driving like real slow and uh, like everywhere she goes, I go and I realize I look like the kidnapper. You know, somebody might harm me. I don't know. That's me telling a story, anyways. <laughs> enough stories um i was thinking about uh you know how i think i think we should bring back feet binding chinese feet binding let's bring it back <laughs> let's do it you know and then for, for the girls and the boys you know and then bind their teeth give them braces you know why not and then and then ground them you know and then chain them to the radiator you know and then uh <laughs> and make them meditate you're not going anywhere even in your head you're not going anywhere. Anyways, uh, that, that was all right, right? Anyways, oh, uh, man, I found some weed today. That was pretty good. Yeah. 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 
it was just scattered. Somebody dropped a whole bunch of weed, and I, and I was like a bird, and I, now I'm high. <laughs> hey, I think all, all, all uh, Supreme Court justices do is just say yes or no, right? I can do that. Like, uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, hang on. What did you say? Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. Let's go and drink. You know, you know when uh, you're in a bathroom stall, you're afraid of people looking at your shoes, right? If you were a basketball player, <laughs> right? Everybody knows that, right? But if you were a basketball player, you would have something else to worry about, right? Your shoes, and then when you flush the toilet and stand up, everybody sees your face. You know? Like, Yao Ming! Could you wash your hands and then sign my balls? <laughs> okay. That's, that joke started all right. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys a play-by-play -play of what I'm doing. Anyways, hey, you know how people get their heads chopped off? I was thinking if uh, that was me, I would like to be placed face up because I don't like surprises. I'm like, excuse me, uh, if you put me face up, I will attempt to break the record for most blinks after beheadment. <laughs> I believe it, it's 30. Help me. I think, uh, I think... You ever seen like gymnasts, right? You know how they're short, right? I want to see a tall one, like a real tall one, you know? <laughs> so tall that they're on the balance beam and then they fall, and right before their crotch hits the beam, uh, they land on their feet. <laughs> like, safe. You're safe. You're disqualified, but you're safe. I, s I was looking for a tall homeless guy the other day. I found none. No tall homeless people. I mean, that's how good life is for tall people. You're too tall to hit rock bottom. Like, there's always going to be somebody willing to let you sleep on the couch in exchange for just standing next to you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you want some drugs? You're going to be with me forever. <laughs> I'm keeping him or her, whatever your preference is. Anyways, I, I walked by a store today. I saw a sign that said, "No, we now accept EBT. And I thought, uh, I don't like that sign because... What they're saying is, we don't want poor people in here, but since times are tough for us, why don't you come on in? <laughs> we now accept you. Come on. Water under the bridge. Come on in. It's raining. It's going to rain. Come on. <laughs> come in. We need your money. <laughs> All right. You know how people are, uh, they don't like uh, food stamps or EBT? What if you bought a bunch of food with EBT and food stamps and then uh, you made a big dinner, you know, and then you all invite all the people who don't like it over and they eat, you know, and they fill themselves, you know. Then you make an announcement, it's bought to you by the government. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, thanks for listening to my joke. I, I ran out. Uh, thank you for all the ears of eight. No, that's 16. What am I doing? Anyways, thank you. Dwat my everyone with a bunch of new jokes. Yay. Uh, I, I like your feet binding idea, but I feel like before you go into the whole braces and all the other radiator stuff, that you need to say one line about why we should bring back feet binding. Oh. Like just one, because some people don't even really know what it is. Yeah. So like, and then you go men or women, or men, women or men, but mm -hmm. just like one little thing about okay. why feet binding is great. I mean, you get, you get to be carried around on like a little thing. Mm -hmm. You can't ever walk, so you constantly have to be <laughs> carried. I guess that's good. Um, and then you're... 
threes a year just what is i don't know what that means just you're if anyone wants to talk they can like it's like oh i loved all the tall the tall gymnast thing was great and um the tall people jokes and the ebt stuff because i i really i relate to that so (laughs) that was funny oh thanks yeah the ebt stuff like it's just like fine i guess (laughs) our books are bad we'll let you in the government's gonna subsidize it fuck it (laughs) we're gonna have to kick a lot more people out but whatever and the feet binding uh one good thing about feet binding if you have a foot fetish and you like a good old-fashioned foot job someone who's been binding their a culture that's been binding their feet for millennia will just make your cock look better bigger <laughs> by comparison <So>. thanks <laughs> um just so everybody knows, whenever I make my my uh, weed food here, uh, Uncle Sam pays for that for sure. Oh yeah, all the <laughs> stuff I bake, I'm on food stamps. Anyone who's ever eaten one of my weed treats, that's totally subsidized by the government. <laughs> David, I like uh, I like the feet binding joke too. I think oh, it's a super funny premise. I think uh, so when you get into like the braces and the radiator, I think you could really play off like those like. Like, because everyone knows, like, braces are an acceptable thing. So you could yeah. be like, oh, like, there's plenty, like, of, you know, acceptable forms of binding, like, braces and tying them to the radiator, you know? But, like, maybe that isn't the last line, but just, like, something, like, fucked up after yeah. something that actually is acceptable. Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. But it's a good idea. Uh, <coughs> I really like the joke where you start off talking about people's shoes when you're going to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like basketball players and stuff, right? Because yeah, yeah. like I think everyone has that thing when you go in the bathroom, just like look at people's shoes and think about who it is and why they wear that kind of shoe, right? Yeah. And then like the the tall person looking over at the basketball player thing, like I I kind of felt that personally because I'm tall enough yeah. where sometimes I can see another person and I work with other tall people. Yeah. And like you always want to like avoid eye contact because uh-huh. if you contact someone go in and out of a stall it's like the worst thing ever okay like, i don't know if that helps you at all because yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you know no, and then no. i felt like maybe there's a connection between like that and your other joke about just how you never see any you know short homeless tall homeless yeah. people yeah usually i put them together but since that joke didn't work i abandoned it gotcha <laughs> yeah no I, I felt like you know there's there's something there that it was like a as a borderline tall person myself yeah. i appreciated it oh okay thanks man <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank Quan you. Mai. Yay, Quan Mai. Yay. Ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. <laughs> We're going to a crowded place. Crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. Sorry, I just have to keep saying it so that I don't forget it. All right, your next comedian. He's a he's he's a funny dude. Uh, we had a, I had a we we hung out last night and it was really fun and we were sitting at the punchline and we had snacks and we ate candy and then we none of us none of my friends got up. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody! It's Billy Sullivan. Whoa, how you doing, friends? Uh, move this away. I'm gonna practice on being grounded. Yeah, and I just ate a big old burrito, so I feel extra grounded. Like, gravity is literally pulling me harder towards the earth because I'm actually fatter from that thing. Um, no, I understand um, this jacket is pretty is a pretty big thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I bought it 
And then um, it was an impulse buy. I saw it. You know, if anyone's listening on the radio, it's a flamboyant Pepsi logo Adidas tracksuit jacket. And it's sick, huh? It's sick. Yeah, I had to get it. But I was, I was, uh, I was running through the Tenderloin to catch my bus. And I was like, you know, prancing along all uncoordinated, how I do, you know? And a drug dealer was like, hey, man, you need weed? I was like, no, I got some, man. He's like, all right, never grow old, Peter Pan. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got the fluffy hair, you know, like I'm about to take on Hook. Um, no, how about, uh, how about that cruise ship that's docked? Or it's still parked outside of the bay, right? Oh, okay. Well, Matt, you, the thing about that cruise ship, guys, imagine. Imagine the amount of freaky last day on earth sex that's been going on on that fucking cruise ship. Like, I kind of fucking like the idea of it. kind of turns me on a little bit. You think uh, fucking they could ferry me out there? I can get in on it? Shit. What's one more lad on there, you know? Fuck. Like, you fucking get on there, and you're like, hey, girl. That guy, uh, he's not doing so hot over there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're down. All right. Well, it could be the last day on Earth. I don't need to wear a condom, do I? <laughs> there we go. I'll work that out somehow. But um, all right. What's another joke? I think uh, I think, swear. I don't know if I stole this. I might have heard it, but um, joke workshop, so I can't get in trouble. I uh, I think we we got a shoegazing movement returning to San Francisco, on account of we got to stare at our shoes so we don't step in the excrement, right? Did somebody else say that shit? I don't know. Okay, well I'll move on again. Um, I <laughs> how we doing, new friends? Yeah, good looks. Welcome in. Um, yeah, yeah. I love to uh, I love to go to different places in the world. Speaking of cruise ships, and like learn about the culture and shit. Like I love London. I was in London pretty recently, and I was absolutely hammered in a bar. And I had to go into an alleyway and puke. And I look up after puking, I see a plaque that said Isaac Newton lived here for a year. I was like, shit. I Facetime my brother and everything. It was cool. Yeah, you learned shit. Oh, uh, thank you. Grand, the clown horn. It applies when you're clowning. Um, I know, uh, I know, um, you know, George Washington, that guy, the founder himself, he had, um, he had actual real people's teeth in there instead of wooden teeth. They never taught us about that because that's as fucking weird as it sounds, right? Like, that's creepy. We have that guy's birthday off. But, like, imagine that guy, like, <laughs> fucking... He he beat the British at war. Imagine meeting somebody in the field of battle with like different shades of dead people's teeth. Like, ha ha ha! Surrender, or I'll eat your soul. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And then when the battle was over, the war was won. They were like, "Shit, we're gonna need someone to lead this country. Who's gonna do it?" Washington's like, "Who the fuck do you think?" <laughs> They're like, "Oh my God! All right, Washington. All right, guys. That's uh." That's all the time I got. Thanks, friends. Billy Sullivan, everyone. I kind of like you low energy. But yeah. then, because you brought it out, like, usually you're high energy all the time, but you just sort of, like, brought out energy on your act-outs, so I like that you're, like, you're super chill today. Yeah. Or, you know? Shit. 
Yeah, but it works. It, it's like a secret weapon. Yeah. Um, Sam, you can say whatever you want, and then I have a couple things. The cruise ship shit is mad funny. Yeah. I have not heard a lot of uh, cruise jokes. It's yeah. f- very relevant, especially in San Francisco. But that's funny that, like, because there are probably some couples on that cruise, and that's their first vacation. And oh, they've yeah. been dating for, like, three months, and they're stuck on this fucking thing. And no one's leaving their hotel rooms either. Oh, Everyone's yeah. staying. I saw it on the news. The hallways are empty. No one's oh. leaving that shit. So you just imagine, like, the oh, fights yeah. and the weird fever. sex yeah. and the new new kinky <laughs> shit that people are getting into and then realizing they hate it. And then it's, like, awkward because they're still in the room. They're like, I can't believe we did that. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that. And then the Isaac Newton shit is mad funny, too, because that's just way too, like, random to be faked. So it's yeah, completely exactly. believable when yeah, you're saying yeah. that. I just gotta tell. I gotta set it up. Well, I I set it at the bar with Nathan in it. And no, it's like, fun. You just told it as a story, and it's a funny yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice hey. fucking jacket, guy. Hey, thanks, bud. Shit, yeah. Yeah, the jacket is really cool. Um, yeah, about. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Wearing the shirt for it. About the about the cruise ship, and you said you don't have to wear condoms. It made me think. You know, the only people that can afford cruises are sort of old white ladies. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to wear condoms because they're all in menopause. Yeah. None of them are getting pregnant, and you're all going to die anyways from oh the coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't matter if you get a fucking STD. Yeah, yeah. Why and I mean, they're old. Like, you could just, you could get some, just some, you know, older rich woman. <laughs> you could be like the special. Anyways, that's yeah, what I thought about. Because old rich ladies go on, you. old rich ladies go on cruises. Um, and I would try something different with your teeth thing. I would yeah. ask the audience what kind of teeth George Washington had. I would like ask them, be like, what do we know about George Washington? He chopped down a cherry tree? No. He, and then someone will go, wooden teeth. And you go, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that you can open it up to the audience. Yeah. You said he didn't have wooden teeth. He had real people. Te- but I feel, or. Yeah, yeah. No, I said wooden teeth afterwards. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, whatever yeah. way you did it this time, I was like. Yeah. I wrote down he didn't have wooden teeth, and I wrote, but then I was like, or ask the audience, and so I think that would be good. Oh, and this is just, I know you were riffing and whatever, but if you do eat a one-pound burrito, you actually gain a pound. Yeah, shit, Because you true. literally I, gain, because you I'm ate a pound so of food. I'm so tired right <laughs> now, and like, we were degenerates last night. Yeah, <laughs> great time. It was funny. Ireland's 32 late night, Mike. It's always really fun on yeah. a Sunday. You guys should all go after Milk Bar. Don't be losers. Come out and stay out till 2 in the morning. Come mm. on. Yeah. Any other comments for Billy? I got a I got a comment on the coronavirus joke. I feel like if you're gonna go with the original premise and say like everyone on the boat is fucking like they're all just going at it, maybe like another layer is like you gotta have the coronavirus to get in on the fucking, you know? Because like the people who don't have it, they're not gonna be trying to fuck people who like even might have it, you know? Oh. So like you need to take it out to the, the cruise like ship, the but you Lord also is where it's going down. Yeah, you, yeah, but you also need to get the <laughs> coronavirus <Yeah>. first, <laughs> you know? So you have to uh, go out of your way to get it, and then you have to get to the cruise ship. Right. So, so he's got to go through Chinatown and, like, pick up all the cigarette butts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And fucking. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> on your way to the cruise, on your way, that's the thing, is you can walk from here through Chinatown to get to the wharf. You just yeah. have to do some, <laughs> you know, catch the coronavirus on the way. Lick the bus. You know, get on the 30 Stockton and, like, lick all the poles or something. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's like, that's sure like fire. Joke. All, right. All right. Uh, hey, everybody, put your hands together. Hey, Billy thanks, Sullivan. Guys. Yay. Yeah, I'm Billy Sullivan. 
All right. Uh, it looks like everyone here is going to get comments. So um, just so we know what's going on, Jack Ferguson isn't here yet, but we have uh, David Lattimore will be next. Then Ian Levy's on deck and Kelly Evans is in the hall. Uh, right now, hey, he's visiting us for like six months from Boston and it's exciting while he's here. Put your hands together for David Lattimore. All right, guys. Uh, I'm down for a public poop. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm down for it. Some people aren't down for it. I am, you know? My favorite place for a poop locally, TJ Maxx. It's the best. Who doesn't love a poop at TJ Maxx, right? And if you don't love it, it's because you're not doing it right, you know? Because... Because TJ Maxx has just got so much to offer in there. Like, you don't go into TJ Maxx to take a dump and go straight to the bathroom. Rookie move. You know, me first, I go over to home and bathroom, get myself a nice robe. You know, it's TJ Maxx. You don't have to poop in your street clothes. Get comfy. You know what I'm saying? And here's a key one. So you never have to smell your own poop in a TJ Maxx. Why? They have a Yankee candle section. You know what I'm saying? You bring a lighter, that's your world. And here's the other thing. This is a big tip right here. Write this down. You know, you never know how long a poop is going to be, right? Like, I've had ones that last, you know, 20, 30 games of Angry Birds. And uh, I'm pretty good at Angry Birds. So that is, uh, that's a hefty one. And, you know, if you're, uh, if you're on the toilet that long, you might get hungry. So TJ Maxx, just head down to the checkout line, get yourself some snacks and candies. I mean, that is a luxury poop on the go, right? Cool, guys. Uh... I was thinking about this the other day. I once, I took the Amtrak from Washington, D.C. to Orlando, Florida. I took the Amtrak halfway across the country. And uh, if you've ever been on the Amtrak, you know it is a nursing home on the rails. <laughs> the Amtrak is literally just a large, mobile old people's home. Uh, but I like talking to the oldies, you know? Like I was thinking, I was like, what's my favorite type of oldie? And I think I know it. I like old people who are like eternally positive but it's just because they're losing their fucking minds. You know what I'm saying? Like I was talking to this one old lady on the train, and she was like, I love arts and crafts, and pretty soon I'm going to meet God. And I was like, I could talk to you all day, Janice. I could. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Um, oh, I got I to gotta change up my deodorant. It's a big, uh, big life goal that I'm coming up to. I decided I'm done with the Axe deodorant. Because Axe deodorant just smells like glorified puberty, right? You know, and now I just, like, I got to be a man. I got to go find some deodorant that smells like some kind of wood. You know, like, I was, like, having an existential crisis in Target the other day. I was holding two deodorants. One was cedar wood and one was sandalwood. And I was like, who have you become? <laughs> like, you've grown up. I don't know. I just feel like that's such, like, a man scent, you know? Like, I feel like my dad smelled like wood just naturally. All right, what else do we got here? Um, I'll do this one, and then I'm, I'm done with my new stuff. I, uh, I, think that, um, I think that all people have, like, the same addictive tendencies, but they just play out differently, kind of dependent on your background, how much money you have. Like, have you ever heard an old person? Or not an old, now I'm still thinking about the Amtrak. Have you ever heard a rich person talk about an expensive gym membership, like it was crack cocaine? You're like, you're like, dude, you spend 300 bucks a month to do Bikram yoga? And they're like, yeah, but I feel so alive. And you're like, well, couldn't you just come down a little bit, you know, do normal yoga like most people, save a few bucks? And they're like, once you do Bikram, normal don't feel the same. 
All right, that's all for me. David Lattimore, everyone. Yay. All right, cool. Good set. Um, Jesus, that is intense. Uh, I was going to say, with the uh, uh, deodorant stuff, I think there's, like, a lot of rich material there for sure because, like, there really are, like, three options of aromas for men. Yeah. It's, like, it's like wood, and that's Is that, like, really kind of digging, like, you know, fucking – I mean, the complaining about that is something I think about. Um, and then I was going to say uh, with the uh, – I think using, like, drug addiction as a parallel for, like, how people treat exercise, they, there's, like, a lot you could do there, too. You could mm-hmm. fucking decide. I wanted to hear more for sure on that one. Um, so, cool. Yeah, but good stuff, man. Word. Yeah, um, thanks. Vanilla is a really nice smell. For men? For yeah, I feel, I feel like that works for both. Honestly. It does. Yeah. I feel like, like I a, feel like vanilla. That's a gender neutral scent. Yeah. I feel like vanilla. Vanilla is <laughs> a great set scent. Also, um, you can wear deodorant that doesn't have any scent, and then just wear whatever cologne you want. Or you could just be mm. like smell like yourself. I haven't worn any weird stuff in years. I don't smell like just smell like yourself. Or is that scary? <laughs> Do boys boys don't smell good? Um, I loved yeah. your. <laughs> I have no, I have no sense of smell. I have no sense of yeah. smell right now, so I have no idea what anybody smells like. I'm like, I have no idea what's happening. Um, the public poop joke is really great at TJ Maxx. I would start with the Yankee Candle section okay. because it starts it more realistic. Uh-huh. Like I can absolutely, like when you started with the with the robe, I'm like, that's a little far fetched. Yeah. If you start with the candle. And okay. then I'm on board with you. And then you're like, and then you just walk right into the bath section and pick out your robe. Yeah, okay, um, okay. And then, and then with the Angry Birds, you, you feel like you're at home. And I love that. And I would bring that up. Before you talk, the food was a little rough for me. But then I was like, well, if he starts talking about how he feels at home and then he wants a snack, mm-hmm. that's kind of okay. But then I was like, ah, oh, man, who, you don't need them. Come on. Yeah, that's, that's I, also I feel like the joke's kind of drawn out at that point, so I'm trying to figure out how to like condense oh, it. You know. So I would just end it at Angry Birds, and then I had to, th- I had a qu- something question mark. Yeah, I would end it after Angry Birds and say something about that you feel so at home there or something. But there's got to be something funnier than that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the wood sense, I was uh, you are you said wood twice. I'm and I hate to bring it up, but like a dick joke seems kind of appropriate. Uh, okay. Not to like be not to be the obvious one to bring up everyone's dicks, but I felt like you kept saying wood, 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 <laughs> and I'm like, and you, it's morning like wood. wood. You put yeah. the wood on in the you put the wood on in the morning, like or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like there's. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You Word. comments, Matt and Mike. Yeah. No. Uh, I could, yeah. I thought the same thing. You said a wood a few times, and I was like, okay, I see where he's going with that. <laughs> um, I loved the opening of like public poop. Yeah. And for the first few seconds, I was like, wait, is he talking about just like pooping on the street like what's <laughs> going on here and it's like got kind of got me instantly into it um something else uh no i liked when you were talking about going on the amtrak and for a second there i was kind of like imagining you just like with all these old people and you start talking about like your favorite type of old person and i was picturing you kind of like this zoologist like you know like observing like the old people in their habitat mm-hmm. and i like maybe before you jump into like my favorite type of old person is this you could talk about like your classification system for old people and be like there's this type there's this type maybe give an example of like 
one type that could be funny. I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah, no, yeah, way okay. you could maybe go with that. I could be like the Planet Earth guy, but like watching old people. Yeah, because there's shit. all these different classifications that mm-hmm. you've discovered, you know. But mm-hmm. Janice so. is a great name that you chose. Oh, that was very funny. Yeah, that yeah. was really funny. I could listen to Janice all day. I w- yeah. That wasn't what I was expecting. I was uh, expecting for you to kind of punch down, and you were like, no, I'm on board with yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Any other comments? Clap your hands together for David Lattimore. When do you go back to Boston? Uh, end of June. Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna head out there for some shows in uh, late April, early May. I'm not sure oh, where. Word. I'm gonna hit up all the guys. But actually, if you're back in June, I should just wait till then. That actually might make more sense because then I'd be like, ah. There were a lot of Boston comics here from the. Uh, oh, who what? Uh, hey, your next comedian, everybody uh, pay attention and take notes. Be cool. We have two left. It's Ian Levy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, it's, uh, it's very uh, uh, fortuitous, I think that's the word, that uh, you're talking about a uh, body scent of what men can smell like. Because uh, before I came here at another open mic, someone actually gave me a Spider-Man cologne. So that is my... That is, it smells like justice, so that's the yeah, that's the good. Okay, it's very fun. I don't actually know who it's for. It's for a professional children, I guess. But you know, so it's like of two things: Spider-Man and climbing the corporate ladder. But uh, whatever. But I'm looking forward to to wearing that. I'll be good. Um, I I worry I'll put on too much, because you know what they say: with great cologne comes great responsibility, right? Come on, guys. <laughs> There we go. Now we're having fun. Now we're having fun. That was a comedy show. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, dear. This wasn't even Tony Sparks. He had it, and he just walked up to me, and he was like, you'll use this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even try to fight it. There was like a million other people around me, but, eh, well. Uh, it is what it is. I um, I recently found out that my uh, uh, I was talking to my grandmother and I found out that all my relatives uh, in the Civil War uh, fought for the South. A hundred percent of them fought for the South. Uh, so now I, I refer to it as the War of Northern Aggression. So now, now that I know I've been informed. Uh, learned. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did you know that uh, George Washington, one thing they never tell you about him is he was a terrible general. Like, he was really bad. Like, this is, that's not really a joke. He, in modern history, he lost the most battles any general ever lost with while still winning the war. Like, it, he just completely backed into it. Uh, I don't really have anything else for that, but I just thought it was interesting that, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Now, now I'm just uh, going all over the place. I um, I recently was at a, the Santa Cruz Boardwalk. Um, yeah, and I went on a I went as a, a third wheel. I was there was I was with a, a couple. Um, my my girlfriend isn't here. She's actually on a uh, uh she she's off. Uh, she actually went. My girlfriend went with her roommate to Hawaii. Um, uh, her roommate is a uh, is a man. Uh, and he's uh, he's a, a, a gym trainer at Equinox. He's, he's very muscular. And they went together. They went as part of their uh, an actors retreat because they're they're actors. 
Um, so still their actors retreat is just the two of them. So hopefully it's going well. No, it's, um, <laughs> um, no but I, I went to uh, Santa Cruz and I went on a roller coaster by myself, um, which I had never done before. And it was, you can honk me. It's okay. I know I got to get off soon. And the roller coaster was actually, it was a lot of fun. Like I actually had a really good time being on a roller coaster by myself. Um, but the only thing that kind of hurt is when I got off the roller coaster and I saw the pic, you know how they line up the pictures where you can buy pictures of yourself at the end of a roller coaster. And I was the only one alone. Like everyone else, everyone else was like a couple, like, or the friends screaming or like a, a father with a child. And it's just me alone in my stupid cart going, Wah! you know, like you know, the biggest fucking loser ever. Yeah, man. Also, I felt, um, I, uh, the couple I went with, they were doing um, uh, carnival games. The guy really wanted to uh, win his girlfriend, uh, I think. And I, he, he took it so seriously. Like trying, he was doing ring toss, trying to get the. And I think it really comes because carnival games, I think, tap into like a really primal part of like human nature. Because like back when we were cavemen, you know, it used to be like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kill a yak for you or whatever. <laughs> and then you, you bring it to your, your wife. And then, or not wife, just woman who bore your children, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> woman who you raped the most as a caveman. <laughs> that's what that's what it was. It had women. It just is <laughs> is your your number one rapist, <laughs> rapey. Oh god. Was, yeah, I know that's not great. Uh, good thing I said that on mic that's being recorded. <laughs> oh boy. Um. But, uh, you know, cavemen, uh, not big into V2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're real. You know, believe it or not, cavemen, real behind the times. <laughs> but it, what, it, it was. Like, you would just bring, and you'd be like, ah, look, I killed this for you. And now the closest we have to that is, like, winning a stuffed bunny, you know, with, like, the fucking ring. And you're like, ah, you're, okay, that's going nowhere. Um, I think I had uh, something else to say, but, um, yeah, that was it. Okay, I'm done. Yay. <laughs> Yay! Um, best rape joke of the night. Best rape joke I've heard. Uh, there were a lot. Time. Were, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just a sweet, lovely rape, rape joke. I, I always love everything you do. I don't have any. I only have positive things to say. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was great. I love the uh, roller coaster. Uh, finding out you're alone. That's great. Um, I was gonna say with the War of Northern Aggression. Uh, uh when you did it uh, recently at Panafine, I've seen you do it a couple other times. Uh, you added a little bit. There was like a little bit extra there, and it made it feel like. Uh, you were like regretfully, but like, or like, you're just like, I guess I'm gonna call it this. Yeah, now. yeah. You know, like the emotion was different this time. It felt like you leaned in. You're like, yeah, the war of northern aggression. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually funnier uh, the other way. Anyway, but uh, why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> no, 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 you son of a bitch. You think you're better than me? No, no, no. It's fair. a workshop. Yeah, yeah. I will end you. No, okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That, that's, that, no, that, that's totally reasonable. Thank you. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I only caught the end of that um, caveman, but I thought if you just reworded it, like uh, the the cave woman that you clubbed the most, I don't know, club could be roofied. Yeah, well, it could be both, yeah. like the 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 mallet uh, thing or your. I your that unit. was something I just said off the top of my head. I will probably never say that again. <laughs> Okay. But but I appreciate the I appreciate I appreciate the feedback. Don't completely abandon that thought. Oh, I abandon most of my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, one thing I was thinking about, I like the uh, the roller coaster joke, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about one time I went to the movies alone, and I feel like that's almost like similar, but just like more like thrills, you yeah. know? Because it's like one of those things where you think like everyone's looking at you, like oh he's alone, but like really like nobody notices. I so I go to the movies alone all the time. Yeah, it's the shit, right? Okay, I was about to say, well, you were calling <laughs> me out. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying it's wrong a- with that. No. <laughs> I go to the movies alone a lot. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, because I need privacy while masturbating. <laughs> ah, come on, we're still doing it. Ah, okay. No, no, but um, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah you know, because Noah takes pictures of you when you're at the movies alone, too. So that's yeah, like yeah. another layer. Do people take pictures of you? Oh, 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 right. Okay. I thought you were saying. Okay, yeah, I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. That would be that would be fun if a, after a movie theater if you walk out and there's just a picture of you alone <laughs> watching the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any other comments? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, no, I thought I thought the uh, Jesus was loud. Um, I thought the I thought the rape joke was actually really good. The way oh. you um, like I I was thinking about it and I was like oh if he said it but I was like oh shit I don't know if I would have the balls to say it. and then you did it with the full lean in I was like damn. Like Adam Man, I loved it. Yeah. Um, so my advice to new comics is a uh, lean into rape. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll t- I've been. T- I'll take your yeah. advice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe. Uh. And then if if you were ever gonna reword it, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't say do it or don't. But maybe say like the one that the girl that you abducted or something, because that was actually like common practice. It was mostly so just funny. abduction. Yeah. 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 And then what followed was. Yeah. 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 All, right, all right. Yeah. Thank you. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. Ian, you're so funny. Everybody, Ian Levy. We have one last comic for you, and you guys have been hanging all in, and I appreciate that so much, and thank you for donating to Mutiny Radio. If you can't for any reason, no big deal. Take a picture and make us look cool and tag us at Mutiny Radio SF, and that would be amazing. Or just tell people, like, how cool it is or something, and that's, that's good enough for me. All right, your last comic of the evening. Pay attention. Take notes. It's Kelly Evans. Hello, hello. If you've learned anything from Ian's set, it's that if things aren't going well, just uh, that'll that wins them over every time. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Ian is now teaching a comedy class. So that is <laughs> that is lesson one and also the last lesson. That's it. Those are the only lessons. Um, I uh, I was I just got in a relationship. So cool. Thanks. Um, people don't give a fuck. Uh, but my girlfriend, she's like really into astrology, which is uh, which is fine. That's fine, I guess. Uh, I just feel like people dunk on astrology a lot right now. Like they're just so. Like, everybody just insults people who are into astrology. Like I, but I grew up in, like, a really religious part of Texas, and so I'll take an astrologist over a Southern Baptist any day. Okay, seriously. Like, there aren't as many rules and regulations. Mercury's not going to be upset if you get drunk on Saturday night and don't fucking wake up and go to some random building where they're trying to bilk you for cash. you got to listen to some guy named John with a short sleeve button-down shirt play a fucking guitar about Saturn or whatever the hottest planet is. Uh yeah, it's just there's, you know, nobody's going to be like, we got to, um, you know, the Jupiter says we have to uh, uh, cut some of your dick off, you know? That's what uh, that's what it says, so we're going to have to do that. Um, yeah, it's just what the <laughs> – so I'm fine with that. That's all good uh, with me. I'm not really into religion, um, if you can't tell. <laughs> I feel like the idea of heaven isn't really sold well, 
You know, it's like usually they're selling it to such a small group of people, like 72 virgins, right? If you martyr yourself, you get 72 virgins, which is, I guess, okay if you're a guy, if you're into that. But uh, what about if you're a woman? Do you want 72 male virgins? You know, fucking clingy. So fucking clingy. Seriously. I asked a woman that question. I was like, do you want to deflower a virgin? Uh, and she's like, if he's got a big dick. I was like, all right, all right. That is, you just got to focus. She's nodding her head. That's almost as good as a laugh <laughs> but still not um anyway i uh actually before that i was dating a lot and um i use dating apps because you have to because that's how you get sex and that's you know so whatever you know i'll make that bargain uh i mean i would slam my hand in a car door if it meant that there was sex guaranteed afterwards you know like that's i'm just saying i will do painful things because it's a necessity. Anyway, I uh, found this woman on Bumble, and she was like very successful looking in her photos. You know, very business professional, which is great because I would I I want to date somebody who's successful. I'm not just looking for like a a lover. You know, I'm looking for like a sugar mommy. You know, like a sugar mommy, huh? Sugar mommy is nobody uh, comfortable with that. Sugar daddy, that's fine. Sugar mommy, everybody freezes up. Anyway, I'm just saying I'm not good with money. All right, I just people assume because you have buttons on your shirt that you know how a 401k works. Not the case. Um, like, I actually lost money on robots recently. Like, robotics. Like, not a, not a stock. Just a guy with robots. I just was like, this guy seems above board. You know, I'm a fucking... And he left. I don't know where he went, actually. Uh, did you know you can get a 7-Eleven credit card? You know, that's a thing you can get. I mean, I can't. They turn me down. But you can get that. Some people can. And, uh, yeah, it's sad, actually. They have... Uh, <laughs> it's not really that funny. Um... There are three levels. There's a, it's like gold and platinum and blue raspberry is a third. Yeah, just get triple those points. Get secret slushy flavors. That's the, it'd be like a sad thing to throw down if you're making a serious purchase. You're just like, I'm going to buy these uh, $5,000 in rare books uh, with my 7-Eleven card. I feel like that doesn't, anyway. Um, getting to the point, I went on this date with this woman. And uh, it turns out she's a venture capitalist. She's, like, way out of my league. Like, just fucking really far. Like, I checked out her Instagram, and it's just pictures of her. And, like, here I am in Greece or beaches in Thailand and, you know, some that ice castle in the, the Nordic area. I don't know where it is. Rich people shit. And I'm, like, I uh, did a uh, open mic at a sad strip club recently, you know? <laughs> Not really Instagram worthy. Uh, but we went out on the date, and then she uh, – we're just talking about – different topics I don't really care about. And uh, I asked her about religion. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, are you uh, you religious at all? I'm like, this can't get any worse. Um, and she's like, oh, uh, you don't want to hear about that. What? <laughs> no, I definitely do now. That is a weird way to evade that question. Uh, what? She's like, well, I'm a Scientologist. Fucking back in my league. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Bang blader. Cool. Anyway, all right, that's my time. Kelly Evans, everyone. Banging mm -hmm. ladies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy everything you do. I always think you're super funny. I'm oh, like, uh, not, uh, I, I, I don't have anything really good to say. The sec, the car door slamming for sex. I was like, wow, okay. I, like, I was I just, I love all you. No, no, I like it. I like all your weird little details. It's too They're specific to you. That's too extreme, though. Um, anyway, I'm just toying around with different stuff. Well, right now, I so. enjoyed everything you did. I was yeah, very yeah, interested. I, I think the whole Bumble story is, like, really funny. I think it's got a lot of funny potential. Yeah. Um, what, what was I going to say about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, when you say, like, you are looking for a sugar mommy, yeah. I feel like maybe if it came up earlier, it'd be a good, like, kind of attention grabber. And yeah. then, like, 
the way that she dressed or whatever could just like be a joke about like how sugar mommy's dressed. Like you'd be mm, like, yeah, 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 so I'm looking for the sugar mommy on Bumble. And like I saw this chick wearing a blazer, so I was like, all right, word, let's, you know, something <laughs> like that. Like that could be, yeah, yeah. I just really wanted to see if people just cringed at that really hard, and they did. So yeah, I, saw, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was the right first step all of right. comedy, discomfort, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyone else? Anyone else want to hurt my feelings? Huh, Ian? You want to get back at me? Huh, you motherfucker? You want to do this? Fucking do it! Try me! Fucking try me! end you! Hey, uh, Kelly? Uh, you're a good guy and I respect your craft. Fuck! Damn it! Now I look like an asshole. Alright. He's back. Everybody clap your hands together, Kelly Evans! All right, well, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Go to Delirium. They're going to have a great, great show tonight. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm closing it down because I want to get to Delirium. I'm sorry, and there was no, like, pre-signage. a little late. Uh, and I got to walk all the way over there. It's pretty far. Uh, but, yeah, go to Delirium. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. It should be. And, uh, hey, we'll see you guys next week on Joke Workshop. your boy Sifo here here to let you know that the fifth annual mutiny radio comedy festival is march 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m to 10 p.m all week get your tickets now on eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the u.s coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. <laughs>
to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. 
From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? 
Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Welcome to Racers Alley again on a Thursday night here at Mutiny Radio in the middle of the heart of the mission. Haven't been here in two weeks, so uh, welcome back, everybody. And uh, uh, not a lot nicer here tonight. Last week we had like seven days of just miserable storms, which is great for our water table. But uh, boy, oh boy, it was kind of crazy here. I mean, when us San Francisco bitch about weather, I hear a lot of other folks out there having a lot harder time in sub freezing uh, temperatures. However, RAR, here we are. So, anyway, so we're going to get set up tonight, and uh, we're actually going to have, uh, well, a guest DJ, Milk Crate Brian, who's been a guest on our show more than once, and he's going to be spinning some albums, as well as uh, Wade's going to be in here shortly and uh, talk about future racing. I believe uh, Sacramento Mile's coming up uh, very soon, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, dirt track stuff. Anyhow, uh, I'll be back shortly. Uh, listen to a little bit of a cheap trick, and... Uh, Get back to you soon. Welcome to Racers Alley here at Mutiny Radio. Yar. Yeah. 
are. So, anyways, uh, we got Milk Crate Brian here tonight, uh, DJing, and uh, got some tunes going on soon, and uh, we're kind of figuring out the new system here, which is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, Brian, you, uh, let's see here. Why don't you uh, fire it up here in a sec? Why don't you say hi? Hey, everybody. We're going to start out with a little Judas Priest heading out on the highway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah.